The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, uh, we want to talk about uh, the new programme being announced by the Minister for Higher Ed and Further Education, Simon Harris. He's been given three quarters of a million euro uh, in a, to mount a campaign to woo builders back from far off fields, Irish builders, to get them to work here. Well, I'm joined now by Peter Finn, also known as Pete the Builder, from Let's Talk Homes. Pete, good morning. Good morning, Pat. How are you? I'm very well. Now, the first thing I saw in uh, the release about this is that direct financial incentives are not on the table. So will people come home? Yeah, well, it's a, a very interesting... Um, it's very interesting to see, well, what are they going to actually incentivize people with? So Simon Harris has obviously identified that there is an absolute necessity to, to, to get... Um, people within construction, not just not just trades or builders. Uh, it's also construction professionals that we're very short of um, in the country at this moment in time as well, at management and all sorts of different levels. So uh, again, there's one thing: advertising that we need you back. But like, what, what are they going to actually do to incentivise people to to make the change from um, the, the the lifestyle that they would have in a different country to come home to to our country? Now, can you characterise the situation we have at the moment here? We clearly have a shortage of builders. Um, how is our workforce made up? Because at the time of the Celtic Tiger, we know there were so many workers from Eastern Europe uh, who were there to build the apartments and the, the houses and all the rest of it. Uh, what is the workforce like now? So I suppose we've got a lot going on in our country in terms of construction. So we've obviously got a housing crisis. So there's a lot of houses being built for residential reasons. We have huge data centres that are sucking up an awful lot of our trades and our construction professionals as well. And then you've just got your general private construction projects going on as well. So we've got uh, we've got a huge infrastructure as well that we're, we're, we're building mm. in as well. Irish Water. So there's a lot going on. And okay, but Pete, if I work. went on a building site, a big building site where you've got maybe yeah. uh, dozens, if not hundreds of workers, what would be the nationality makeup of that? How many would be Irish typically and how many would be from somewhere else? Yeah, well, it'd be a huge, huge mix. Um, yeah, predominantly there still would be a lot of Irish involved, um, but there is definitely a huge mix of, of um, overseas workers and, and our own Irish workers, and definitely the percentages in the last 10 years, um, to 15 years in particular, have, have certainly increased in terms of the, the amount of overseas workers that are working in Ireland, and also the amount of Irish workers that have travelled ab- abroad as well. Now, you know, Irish people have a tradition of... of Travelling and and walking abroad in the construction industry, like you know the the sayings of the Irish uh, built Britain and the Irish built uh, New York and America as well. They, like they're true, but times have changed, and that was done through necessity at the time when our own country didn't have, um, I suppose the the money that it does have now and the opportunity that it does have now. But we're still in a situation where our trades and our construction professionals are leaving to work in other countries, and yet we're looking for people to come into our country and work. So it, it doesn't really make sense. Now, the the question of uh, trying to get people back, and there are some people who've already come back because we got a text here. Um, I'm an electrician. I've been in Ireland with my family for the last four weeks. We're back here from Australia visiting my wife's family. We were obliged to leave Ireland the last time the politicians and civil servants, together with their chums, the bankers, the developers, and the rest of the vested interests, bust the country. I understand that you have a politician coming on your show to tell you all about trying to get the builders to come back here from around the world. Three little words. Fool me once. Yeah, so like that's a, a, a very good text in by someone who I suppose is just being honest. Um, so he's he's had to, to travel 
to to work because of the previous situation that we've had in the country. And now he's been invited back, but with, without any real um, proper grounds for, for wanting to come back. So when people travel, I suppose the first thing that I'd say is that um, your treat is completely different in, in, in other countries in terms of having a construction qualification. It's, it's certainly not looked down upon in other countries, which I think we still do have that happening in our country. Like I know in, in schools, for example, people are kind of guided away from, from a career in construction um, mm. rather than guided towards it. Um, and again, like the the contracts that we're still working under need to be reviewed. The way that the whole uh, business model in construction, and look, there is, that's why I said a few minutes ago, there's so many different facets of construction. It's not just your, your general um, on-site construction work. There's a huge amount of, of construction that happens in lots of other um, areas of, of, of the industry. But in general, we need to review the way that we do things in our country when it comes to construction and the way that people are paid and and just the general yeah. attitude towards construction is not, not correct at this yeah. moment. I, I, so at this I, moment I, time, it's not attractive. I'll read you another text. I had a successful construction company in Australia, came home six years ago, set up here. Worst decision I ever made. We're moving back next month. Doing business as a mid-sized home builder here was soul-destroying. If you're not yeah. contractually aggressive... You can't make money. And if you try to be contractually aggressive, the client relationships implode, which makes things even harder. In Australia, people don't mind paying for a good service. Builders are respected in the same way a lawyer or an accountant might be. Here is a race to the bottom, which ends in tears more often than not. Yeah, again, an excellent text and very true. And being honest with you, it's exactly how how I am seeing things and how people that, that uh, you know are in the same size construction uh, companies that I have as well are, are are seeing the industry go at this moment in time. So look, the construction industry in 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 Ireland is an integral part of Irish culture and and our, of of our economy. But yet, it's not given the respect that it uh, deserves. It's not given the support that it needs, and it's always blamed for booms and busts and stuff like that. Like we rely so much on the cost of 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 our houses in our in our country, but yet still we don't give our industry enough. Uh, support and and enough foresight. Like we're living in change in times, and there's there's a lot of positivity still out there. If you are in construction, I would highly recommend a young person to get into the uh, construction industry. But the problem is a huge re- a huge part of why I would recommend that they get into the industry is because it allows them travel and allows them travel with a very good qualification that they can make money at and that they will get respect in. But they'll get more respect in other countries than they mm. will in our own country. And these things need to change, Pat. They have to change. Like, we, we've got a growing economy, we've got a growing population, and we need to solve a lot of issues, housing crisis and other stuff like that. And we, like, yet we will put huge incentives to, to these global companies to come to our country, to have data centres and, um, you know, give them huge tax incentives. But yet the people who are building uh, the, the data centres are not given any incentives those ways and are not even given any proper, you know, respect within the industry. So these things need to be addressed. And I don't think just having an, an advertisement campaign going on, going, oh, come back, we need you, is going to work. It's it's not going to work. They definitely need to invest in educating um, or, or, I suppose, giving the construction industry a bit more of, of, of a fair go in our education system so that people can actually see that there is opportunities within the construction industry. But we definitely need to start thinking about how can we incentivize people properly not to be traveling and using their qualification in other countries. They need to be able to stay at home and, and use their qualification in our country yes. where, where it's needed. 
some of the uh, texts coming in again on where the builders are going to live. Why can't they order a load of modular homes that can be built rapidly? Everything takes years and years to do, and the apprenticeship programme has been neglected and ignored uh, for years. Now, in fairness to Simon Harris, that's one of the things he tried to change, that you'd actually uh, be encouraging younger people to go in and get a qualification in the construction area, which would allow them to to get well-paid jobs. But isn't one of the issues, Pete, that for, for a long time, you know, Pretty much anyone could set up as a small builder who had, you know, no necessarily um, no necessary qualifications. They could call themselves a builder and off they go. And that uh, could result in, you know, cracks in an extension and dodgy stuff and stuff not finished. Are, are we better now? Yeah. Does everyone have to be certified? Absolutely. So, you know... Um Times have changed a lot within the industry, like health and safety now in comparison to right it was like when I would have served my apprenticeship is it's completely like uh, it's a different planet. Um and also certification has come in, like we, there's obviously been some huge issues, um you know, your priory hall and you've got other situations that have that have come into our industry and that has highlighted the reason uh, that certification is, is very important. So at this point in time, pretty much you can't do any medium-sized construction project even without having a professional signing off on certain aspects of, the, of it structurally. And, you know, there's, there, there's some really, really top construction professionals in our country. And they're travelling. If you go to, to any of the countries, I was, I was over in, in the UK um, and I, I was at one of, of the exp, uh, expeditions over there and the uh, exhibition, sorry, over there. And the top people in the room were Irish living yeah. in the UK and they were working in the top architectural practices and the top engineering practices at the, at the top end of the sustainability issue as well. And they should be staying in our country, but they can't do that because it's not... Uh, economically viable for them to do that and they don't get the opportunities that they get More of the text uh, tell him, that's you Pete to get the contractors to pay the lads here more I'm here uh, home two years now from America, there for 23 years I would not advise anyone to come home here and I'm Irish born. Another one, so the builders and tradesmen that the government would like to bring home where will they live? Should they bring a house with them or is the suggestion that they move back in with mammy and daddy? Um, yeah, like that's, that's the issue Pat, like you're, you're saying to people to come home but when they come home unless they have uh, like a large body of money that they're going to put down as a deposit on a house or buy a house if they can even get one because we have a housing uh, crisis situation a housing shortage, yeah. and then they've got to rent for huge money. So again, there's where's not, the incentive? incentive? Is not yeah. there? Yeah, where's um, the incentive? Another one. As a carpenter, as a carpenter working in Dublin, there's no real regulation. If a developer decides not to pay a contractor, there's absolutely yeah. nothing you can do. You might wait yeah. eighteen months for consideration. All the power is with the developers. Yeah, it's not just the developers. Like a lot of the power is with the person who who owes you the money, and that may be a developer. It may be a private uh, homeowner and or it could be uh, an entity that you've done work for it's very difficult to get paid and especially the final amount of money is very difficult to get paid and that's usually where the profit if there is yeah. any profit on the job is 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 in and and again that's got the ripple effect then if you can't get paid quickly enough then you can't pay the person yeah. below but you, you, you know the, the issue that if say you're building a private house and there is uh, a last tranche to be paid i mean you don't really yeah. want to pay the last tranche until the work is finally finished You've got a fear. Yeah, you've got retention, Pat, as well. Like those con- so, th- so there's retention within your contract. Every uh, Royal Institute of Architects contract has retention involved in it, which, uh, which allows you to hold on to a body of money for, for six months or 12 months, on, on, and it's yeah. basically 
it's a liability period for any any small issues that that yeah. are resolved. But that's so the point that you know the, the the poor builder is waiting to get his money. He yeah. feels he's finished the job, and some homeowner says, "Ah, oh, you haven't really finished it. I'm hanging on to yeah. this cash, and that's a problem." Yeah. Yeah, and again, if 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 they're right to do that, if there's issues, grand. But everybody seems to use the the final account as a way of of just literally being meticulously going around the house, you know, picking out very small details and a lot of grey areas picked up whether that was in the contract or not. Mm-hmm. So look, there's lots of, of of issues there that do need to be resolved. Contracts need to be reviewed. And again, just an overall um, approach to the mindset that we, we have towards construction. Construction in our country needs to be reviewed. The, the whole industry needs to be opened up to so many more people. There needs to be much more females brought into construction. Again, you know, that is a, is a worldwide issue. But if you go to other... Uh, countries you often see uh, females in in all sorts of positions. I I have a, have a female apprentice that's that's with me at the moment, which is brilliant. And again, I I deal with so many females within the industry in management levels, and it's brilliant to see. But the, it's the, the industry is not open enough yet, and much more people need to be brought in, male, female, and it it certainly needs to be given the respect that it deserves because because we are a country that is renowned for our expertise in construction. The the, the um, the level of construction that we carry out here, the level of expertise that we have, it, it far exceeds uh, many countries um, in, in, in the world. So, you know, we need to look at, we need to approach our industry completely different and we need to give it the support that it deserves because it is integral to our whole economy. Mm. Uh, this one from a surveyor. Uh, ask Simon Harris where all these construction workers are going to live if they come back to work and how they're going to get to work with a transport system that serves Dublin but is not very effective further afield. I'm a quantity surveyor, would love to come back. Another one says, government didn't care too much about builders during COVID, stupidly closing the industry down while others around Europe stayed open and they need to be reminded of uh, this. Someone says, if Sinn Féin created a semi-private private housing agency that offered a secure job and a pension, I would join tomorrow. Another one, uh, with AI coming very soon, construction jobs will actually be a very good choice because the AI machine, the software, can't build houses. Uh, where does Simon propose to house all these returning building workers? In tents, on public green areas perhaps? That's from Deirdre in Longford. And then someone else says that subcontractors are subbing out the work to other subcontractors. Is that a, a feature, Pete? Yeah, well, that can happen. Um, again, that's usually on, on the higher end of work, as in larger scales projects where you have a subcontractor who comes in under the main contractor, but then he would have more subcontractors below him. That's not a problem if the work is done pr- uh, properly and, and if the uh, the cash flow that happens between each person works properly, there's no issue with that. Um, again, that's Yeah, but everyone's got to make a profit. Issue. So if you've got multi-layer yeah. of people making a profit, the cost actually has to go up. You know, this, the first, the basic subcontractor who well, got the work, he's got to make a profit, but then he subs yeah. it down to another subcontractor who's got to make a profit. So the windows or whatever it might be is going to cost the consumer more. Yeah, but again, uh, Pat, the industry isn't set up where everyone can be PAYE, so you can't have just like main contractors and then subcontractors with everybody below him or below them again on the PAYE system because, again, that would actually probably be even more expensive again. So, you know, there's I, I don't think that like that exact point is, is what's wrong with the, the industry. It's certainly something that could probably be refined, but I don't think that's a major yeah. major problem. Here's one that probably you know? is wrong with the, the industry, but it's true for everybody. There's no incentive to work any more hours um, than what is necessary. The taxman strips you yeah. of a lot of your overtime, you know, 
Uh, once you're uh, on the higher level, by the time you pay the PRSI and the USC and all the rest of it, for every euro you make, uh, the taxman takes more than 50 cent. And that is yeah, if you, a disincentive. Yeah, if you take home more than 35,000 euros annually and you, and you work on a Saturday, you're probably going to get, uh, get taxed 50% of that. So, you know, instead of getting paid time and a half, you're, you're probably only going to take home the same as you would for an ordinary day. So therefore, it's actually quite difficult for me to, to even incentivise people to, to, to do that. Another one. But F- yet, we've got lots of work to get done and we can't even get people to work overtime for it because they're getting taxed, you know. No. Uh, this is a, a listener from Sydney. From a warm, balmy evening here in Sydney, I'm out here in Australia since Christmas on a construction sales mission. I'm mingling with a lot of young Irish people, both men and women, who are very happy to be here. Uh, Simon is fooling himself if he thinks he's going to coax these young bucks home. That's from a Kerry man. If there's a housing crisis, why are they bringing people back? Where will they live? I did shuttering in New York for 21 years, uh, moved to Benel Medina, bought a house, now working as a carpenter for much less money, but I wouldn't dream of moving home to Dublin. It's just too expensive and unlivable. I moved back here from the USA in 2005. Biggest mistake ever. Ireland is a dump and the top civil servants are responsible for that, says uh, Richard. And uh, this one, a lot of men came back to Ireland in the boom and then had to go with the crash. Once bitten, twice shy. That's uh, from Brian. So um, Simon Harris will have his work cut out for him, Pete. He, he certainly will. And there's some perfectly clear examples of people within construction travelling and, and living a better lifestyle. But I would say, I live in Ireland, I love Ireland, but we've got problems that need to be resolved and we've got a great workforce here, we've got a great work, et- work ethic. We just need to give our, our workers a bit more respect. We need to make it easier for, for uh, companies to be able to trade in our country and we, we have a lot of positives, a lot more positives in our country than we have in other countries. But you know what, we're, not, we're nowhere near where we need to be to be able to hold on to our workforce. Unfortunately, we have a workforce that is very easily enticed into other countries for more money and better lifestyles. And we need to do something about it soon. And advertising simply the fact that we want you here is not enough. Simon Harris needs to look at how he's going to spend that money and he needs to make sure that he incentivizes people properly. Peter Finn, a.k.a. Pete the Builder from Let's Talk Homes. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Pete, for uh, joining us. Just a, a postscript to all of that. Do you remember they advertised for all the medical people to come home during COVID and then they didn't give them jobs? So. <laughs> the Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.